Welcome to the second episode of the podcast Embody Your Light. Today I want to uh, create this podcast in honor of those who went before me, who went before us, and really want to express my deep gratitude to those who have been my mentors, my teachers, my coaches, my peers, and all the other Jinsenjutsu students with whom I have, uh, with whom I share the love for this amazing Japanese healing art. It is always so much fun to be together and share inspiration and understanding and wisdom. So this episode is in honor of all of those. I am Marna and I have been running a successful practice and successful Jinsen Jutsu practice for the last 20 years in the Netherlands. I gave over 10,000 sessions and I taught over thousands hour, thousand hours of teaching self-help classes. So by now you could say that I have had my training hours to master this beautiful ancient healing art. As like a violist, they always all say you need like 10,000 hours to really develop your gift, your talent, uh, yeah, your trade. So I think I have been doing that for the last 20 years. And in this episode, I really love to express my deep gratitude because Jensen Jutsu has in, enriched my life and that of my clients in so many ways and so many levels that is really hard to explain in a few short words. The first person, of course, I love to thank is Sensei Jiro Morai. He was the first one that rediscovered and remembered this innate wisdom we all share. And he called it, he was the one who called it Jensen Jutsu. He dedicated his life to remember, to research this healing art. After that, he used his hands to heal himself in the face of a terminal disease. I also hold a deep gratitude to Mary Burmeister. She was the student of Jiramurai who brought this healing art to the West and made it available for our Western thinking mind. Because, of course, this is a, re a Eastern healing art. And it was not so easy to really kind of translate this to, uh, yeah, to make it available for uh, our Western world. And she did that, and she dedicated her whole life to it. The next yeah, group of people I would want to thank are all those Jensen Jutsu teachers who have been traveling the world to share their wisdom and their understanding of this profound physio-philosophy underlying this healing art and teaching us the practical application of it to empower us to be healthy and happy. 
And it's their unwavering enthusiasm and love for Jinsenjutsu that has inspired me and thousands of, thousands of other students around the world. And being in class with these teachers and my fellow students and colleagues has always been such a beautiful experience of sharing and growing together. And a very special thank you I want to express to my aunt, who inspired me to go to my first Jinsen Jutsu class. It took her about two years, by the way, to get me in that first class. I thought it was too much of a hassle with three little children at home, and I thought the investment uh, to take the class, yeah, that needed to come out of my saving account. I thought it was too much. But this first Jinsen Jutsu class turned out to be a gift for life. And my aunt became my mentor and teacher on my Jinsen Jutsu journey. And I really appreciated her wisdom and her patience with me. I already started to receive sessions in 1995. So she gave me sessions whenever I was in need of support. And of the moment that she started to give me those sessions, Jensen Jutsu was really already appearing in my life. And I started to use it and integrate it into my life and in the lives of my children and my family and friends. And later on, of course, uh, sharing it with my lovely clients. But she already empowered me to help myself and my children whenever something came up, like a fever, a pain, even a wound or an infection. And it always gave me a beautiful, gentle way to help them with their daily discomforts. And more often than not, the pain and the fever or the infection would indeed resolve easily and effortlessly. I was often amazed myself because I knew nothing about this art. I was just doing what my aunt was telling me to do. And of course, I will, all my clients have a very special place in my heart. I'm so grateful for their trust and their wisdom, the beautiful conversations we share about life, about health, about healing and happiness, and all the sessions that gave me as much as it gave them. So this episode, I want to dedicate to all of them to express my gratitude to them who gave me this amazing and wonderful gift for life. And I would love to share some personal experiences with you. One of my first experiences with Jinsen Jutsu and me doing something for someone else was when my baby daughter had a fever, which of course is totally normal for babies. It's often a sign that they are growing um, physically or mentally. But uh, yeah, I had not done any Jensen Jutsu class yet. And as I said uh, before, I was too busy. It, I thought it was too expensive and I didn't see the use for it in my life yet. 
But yeah, being a first-time mom, I felt a little bit anxious about the fever of my baby girl. So I called my aunt and I said, ah, help, Nor, she has quite a high fever, what can I do? So calmly, she explained a simple hold to me. And uh, yeah, while I was applying this hold, the fever already started to drop. And I was happy uh, that I didn't need to use any medicine on that little baby girl. So that was my really first experience that I could do something for someone else. Before that, I was already was starting to do the things that my aunt was saying to me, like holding a thumb when I had a headache or yeah, little simple things she taught me when I for when I felt stressed or when I needed some energy because I was fatigued. Uh, so I had been doing some things for myself already. But this hold on my baby girl was the first thing that I did for someone else. And then the somewhat bigger experience was with my second baby girl. She developed uh, yeah, a light asthma around nine month old, months old. And again, my aunt came to her rescue. Uh, my daughter was all get, already getting medicine and that gave her some relief and helped her and enabled her to breathe somewhat easier. But I also went to my aunt for some sessions with my baby girl because yeah, a Jinsen Jutsu session can be done for everybody between zero and 90, 100 years old. So, uh, I went to my aunt, she gave my daughter uh, some sessions, but she also teached me what I could do for her. So every time that I felt that her breath became a little bit suppressed and she started to breathe a little bit shallow, I started to just use those holds on her. And um, yeah, that those were very helpful and soon she needed less medicine. And uh, yeah, I also loved that, of course. And still, now she is an adult, I, uh, or, well, uh, yeah, an adult, you could say. She's 22, so she's an adult. And um, yeah, sometimes still uh, she can get a little bit uh, asthma uh, or uh, feel that her breath cannot be as deep as she would like it. And then still I use those holds on her. So yeah, they were very helpful when she was a little baby, but still now she's an adult, they are helpful for her and she can do it for herself when she uh, feels that she needs a little bit more breath. So this all happened like in March. And then uh, we went for our holidays. We had a beautiful little house and we were there with two little, little girls, one of at that time one years old and the other uh, would uh, celebrate her birthday on that holiday. So we were there with uh, a one year old and uh, almost three year old. And um, yeah, one night, my husband, uh, we were sleeping and uh, at four o'clock, my husband woke me up totally in panic. For those who know Jinsen Jutsu, four o'clock, we know what that time is. That's the time that the lung flow starts to, uh, yeah, starts his two hour time. Uh, 
uh, spend. And uh, my husband woke me up totally in panic. I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe. And uh, yeah, there we were in the middle of the night, two little girls in their cots and uh, a husband in panic. And I was like, I don't know where the doctor is. I don't know where the hospital is. What am I going to do? And suddenly those holds that I learned in March came up to me and I was like, oh, maybe those holds that I learned from my daughter can also help my husband. Because yeah, where where are you going? So I went into those holds, I did them for him and uh, I just placed my hands on the same areas that my aunt taught me. Um, And... uh, Yeah, within like 20 minutes, my husband started to breathe normally again and he fell asleep. And I was like, of course, I couldn't sleep for the next two hours because my uh, adrenaline was sky high. And I was like just lying there and wondering what happened and did, did did this even happen and did this work? Because of course I have had done it for myself and I felt already how it made me feel and um, I helped my children but my husband was really the first adult that I dared to try this on Um, and I was also not sure how this worked I could not understand that I could do it myself I always thought well my aunt has a very special gift she's very talented she maybe is a little bit uh different than other people but by doing this for my husband I realized everybody can do this and um, I can do this for my husband and it really helped him so that was a really really yeah wonderful experience for me and one of the first experiences that I really realized that I could help someone else by simply placing my hands on their body so Yeah, and of course, my children, they could not give me feedback. They could not talk yet. Uh, I I could see how beneficial it was. And of course, I could measure it with a fever. But my husband could also really, yeah, give me feedback on how it felt for him. And uh, yeah, how those simple holds helped him to breathe normally again. So this was already starting to, of course started to fascinate me and were little seeds planted in into my being and later like uh yeah at that time we already had three children and uh again we would go on our holidays on friday and on thursday this is my own like bigger experience for myself that i could really not only help myself with the smaller things but I was also able to help myself with like a little bit bigger things so again we had planned a a holiday and um, on Friday and on Tuesday I developed like a severe uh, throat pain it was very very painful and I was really started to think that I was choking because it was so painful and I was I was not able to swallow. And I was really scared that there would be a moment that I couldn't breathe anymore neither. So, of course, I went to my doctor. 
And uh, well, my doctor said, okay, this is indeed a th severe throat pain. You have angina, um, but everything is okay. You are not choking. And uh, I will give you an antibiotics to, uh, to help you with this. So uh, I thought that that's a good idea to take an antibiotics uh, in the sense that I wanted to take it with me. Uh, I wanted to have it before I went on my holidays because I don't want to go to a doctor in another country. Uh, but I also, because I don't like to take antibiotics, I also went to, um, or I asked my doctor, like, when I take the antibiotics, what happens then? Uh, how fast will it be gone? He said, well, when you take the, these antibiotics, uh, it will be gone like two or one or two days faster than when you don't take it. Okay, so it's I only take the antibiotics to heal faster. Yes, he said, that's the way, the reason you take it. I said, okay. Then I went home and I called my aunt. I said, ah, I have this amazingly painful throat pain. Can you help me out? Can you give me a hold? So, of course, again, she had a very easy hold that I could, could do for myself. And, uh, well, I started to do that. In another episode, I will share this hold with you. But for now, yeah, I was just doing this hold and I was really doing it. Like I started on... Tuesday, 20 minutes in the afternoon, 20 minutes before I went to sleep. And the next day, again, in the morning, 20 minutes, in the evening, 20 minutes. And uh, yeah, on Thursday, I thought, hmm, it's going away. And Thursday evening, it was gone. The whole infection was gone. And I was like, wow, I can do this for myself. How amazing is this? Uh, of course, on Friday, we went on holidays. I took the antibiotics just to be sure, because still I didn't want to go to a doctor abroad in another country. So I took it with me, but I didn't need it. And uh, when we came back home, I brought those antibiotics back to the pharmacy and I have never used antibiotics since. So I'm, of course, very happy with that because uh, I think that's quite... Uh, yeah, it's quite a um, severe, maybe, medicine to take. Uh, and uh, I prefer not to take it. So this was really my very, very first deep and profound experience with Jensen Jutsu for myself. And uh, yeah, of course, Jensen Jutsu... Uh, the best experience with Jinsen Jutsu is by doing it and become your own testimony because uh, Jinsen Jutsu will not work for you by only listening to uh, or only listening to the theory or having the knowledge. Jinsen Jutsu only works when you are really starting to apply it. So every episode I want to share with you a very simple hold uh, to give you the experience of what it can bring to you. And today I want to share this simple hold in gratitude to all our teachers, our mentors, my fellow students and colleagues, and to all of you who are listening to this podcast. And uh, I love to share with you today the hold we call the big hug. It's really a foundational uh, hold we know in Jensen Jutsu. 
which helps you to center and well the more i know about it the more um i understand the profound wisdom behind it and how it works energetically in your body so let's just go into this simple exercise place your right hand under your left arm so in your armpit or close to your armpit and your left hand goes under the right arm so yeah now you are in a kind of a big hug position and let's just bring our attention inwards and to our breath and as said the more that i'm doing this simple exercise or hand position the more i understand the deep and effective way it works in your body and in your being on my website you can also find an image of this hold i will place a link in the show notes so if you not understand it right now exactly how the hold works you can go through the link and find it there and just drop your shoulders just soften them in this position and your thumbs are lying on the joints where your arm meets the body and your fingers are directed to your back exhaling down the front until your exhale reaches the tip of your toes and becomes a new breath up the back just allow yourself those five minutes to relax to bring harmony into your being and the thumbs In the front of your body support that exhale down the front the tips of your fingers to the back support
the inhale. Simply allowing the breath to go and letting go and relaxing, creating space to receive that new breath and new energy up the back. And if you like, you can bring your energy up to connect yourself to the light, the universal light above us. When you are sitting or lying, you close your eyes with this exercise. Just keep, <clears throat> sorry, you just keep your eyes upwards or you keep them closed and then you look a little bit upwards and that can help you to bring that energy up and up until you reach or bump into that light. For me, it always feels as if I'm bumping into it. And then it, yeah, it feels that it suddenly starts to flow down through the top of your head. And then it can just start to flow through the head, the throat, the shoulders and the arms, the chest through the diaphragm and the belly into that pelvic area through the legs and the coccyx and just let that light flow down and let it go further let it go further down through the earth just finding its way until it reaches the center of the earth where there also is a warm bright beautiful light and you can take that light up and just take that light up and it feels heavy it can feel can help to imagine like a trampoline let that light jump up back into the feet and the legs through the pelvic area the belly and the diaphragm into the heart and just let that energy expand it's a big big sunshine And enjoy that expansion of the heart space. And maybe you can feel a pulsation has been starting in your hands, your thumb. 
maybe you don't feel anything, everything is okay. Just be aware of what's happening for you. And just observe that breath down the front and up the back. And if you like, you can just simply stay with this hold. As long as you want. And if not, you can let go of the hold. And open your eyes. And just feel how it feels, how your body feels, did your mind calm down, did your breathing change, are you feeling energized, just become aware a little bit of what's happening for you. It became a little bit longer than the five minutes, I promised. Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, sometimes I can really enjoy this simple hold and be with it. I can be with this for like an hour and really enjoy what happens in my body. So maybe you want to try that out sometimes too. So thank you for today. Thank you for listening to the whole episode when you're here. And uh, yeah, when you liked this episode or you felt inspired or uh, you felt supported by it, please uh, share it with your friends, with your family and uh, rate it or uh, yeah, it's really supportive when you leave a review or you rate a podcast. So yeah, thank you very much. And um, speak to you soon.